Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number one here on National Signing Day on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Hello. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. We're joined now by the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. Steve, what's going on, man? Good morning. How we doing? Really, we really good. Are doing great. You know, I'm, I'm. I feel like we have to have a little, a little come to Jesus moment here. So you were on with us last Monday, and about eight hours later, the Dylan Rayola stuff broke. Please tell me you weren't holding out on us, Steve. Well, I <laughs> obviously when I put in the crystal ball for Nebraska, that's how I thought it would play out. You know, uh, now it's recruiting, so you're a little guarded when you've been doing this a long time and, and try not to speak in definites and absolutes because things can change on a fly and Dylan was continuing to maintain communication with Mike Bobo and uh, Coach Van Gorder and the Georgia staff but when I put that crystal ball prediction in for Nebraska ahead of the official visit I felt really good that he'd end up being a Husker uh, based on the intel and that's uh, that's what happened. Steve are you really that guarded when you're 91% correct. <laughs> well, it's the 9% that haunts you. <laughs> Steve, uh, we, uh, we definitely appreciate you joining us this morning. I know you're super busy. There's some really high-profile guys, not for Nebraska, but in general in the national recruiting scene that you've kind of got feelers out that they might flip. What are some of the most interesting cases, in your opinion, of, of that situation? You're saying nationally, what are the biggest storylines today? Yeah, like which guys that, are, that you think might flip are the kind of the biggest storylines? Uh, not Nebraska-related. Sorry, I got uh, distracted by a text message. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, no, all good. We yeah. know eight hours after we have you on, something Nebraska will break, <laughs> so we're good. Yeah, no, it should be a good day for Nebraska. You know, the Huskers are uh, in the uh, 
top 20 of our rankings, number 19 nationally in the 24-7 sports recruiting rankings. Guys like Amari Sanders uh, are out there uh, as they go into their announcements, so it should be a strong close. You know, obviously, the biggest national storylines, will Jeremiah Smith, the number one player in the country, sign with Ohio State? I think he will. Uh, but Florida State, Miami, uh, been trying to chip away there. Uh, DJ Lagway, the number two quarterback in the country, will he sign with Florida? I think he will. But USC trying to come in at the buzzer and change that. Maybe the Aggies uh, as well. K.J. Bolden, the number one safety in the country, will he sign with Florida State? Um, or, or will he go to Georgia or Auburn? Five-star receiver Ryan Wingo, will he sign with Texas? You know, they were talking with Coach Drinkwitz last night. The Rayolas have been trying to reach out to the Wingos and get in there. So we'll see what happens, you know? You know, it's funny that you bring up Ryan Wingo because I was asking that uh, that question out loud and, and no one could really provide a good answer because we don't know like you know, Steve. Uh, with how strong Mizzou is looking this season and how they're set up for next season, that has to be a huge pull for the in-state kid. Well, particularly with Ryan Wingo, um, Jake, uh, Coach Peeler, Missouri's receivers coach, has got such a track record right now. He developed A.J. Brown, developed D.K. Metcalf, developed Luther Burden. Mizzou's a top 10 team right now. There's just a lot of excitement and energy around that program. There's a lot of investment around that program. So, you know, they're trying at the buzzer to flip them from Texas, but Ryan loves Texas, so we'll see what happens. We're talking with Steve Wiltfong, the director of scouting for 24-7 Sports. Uh, Steve, you know, we've got a lot of the usual suspects in the team rankings up at the very top. Your Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama's, uh, Texas is in the top five, Florida State's in the top five. Has there been any teams whose efforts, either for the good or the bad, have surprised you at all this year? You know, we used to see Clemson kind of up in that top five a lot. They're down at 15 this year. Has anybody's class surprised you at all? Well, I think when you look at the the rating, you you look at the standings this year, you know, Texas continues to recruit at a national title level, looking for a third straight top five class as they move into the SEC. Oklahoma's in the top ten for a second straight year. Dan Lanning in Oregon, what they've done on the trail and in the portal is special. Notre Dame's kind of been a mainstay in the top ten under Marcus Freeman and, and his staff. Auburn's trying to rebuild that program under Hugh Freeze and company. They start the day number 11. They can finish in the top 10 with some of the fish that they still have out there. Um, there's a lot of energy around that program as well. Steve, with Evan Stewart now on the market, where do you think the, the former number one prospect ends up? Which which prospect? I'm sorry. Evan Stewart, the, the transfer, the transfer from, from A&M. A&M. Yeah, so the former number one before, prospect. You know, Former number one receiver. Yeah, um, that's what they're. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, you know it's obviously very early that he went into the portal. Um, I think you know Alabama is a school instantly that I would have an eye on. Um, but now that he's in the portal, other programs can you know take their swing and see what happens. Steve, as we get through this early signing period, it's taken a lot of the kind of the uh, drama out of some of the later, whether it's the February recruiting sign, uh, recruiting period or the later spring transfer portal, how much movement do you kind of expect after today as we get to either the later signing period or the spring transfer portal? Well, I think over 90% of the high school recruits will be done today. Um, 
so there'll still be some some stories to follow after that but most of the high school recruiting will be done you know a lot of the portal stuff there's another window that opens up in early january so we'll see what happens there then after spring ball you'll have some more portal stuff so uh portals portals uh they got their their windows where it's super hot and whenever that window's open there's a lot of movement well steve what speaking of the portal um or or continuing off of my last point with with evan stewart i'm thinking about florida state situation a little bit and who's going to replace jordan travis at quarterback uh they've talked to cam ward they've talked to dju a little bit uh who do you think will be quarterbacking the seminoles next season well, you're on it. Those are the two guys that they brought on campus and they're recruiting. And Cam Ward also visited Miami. So I think, you know, Florida State and Miami are in a great spot for Cam Ward. He's kind of the coveted guy by a lot of programs. So it'll be interesting to see which one of those programs he chooses. And, and then DJ's obviously a guy that Florida State was invested in also. I don't know which one of the two that they'll ultimately end up with, but they're obviously near the top for both. Well, and Steve, you know, Florida State also has a true freshman, a very highly touted true freshman coming in this class as well. Do you think think they're really going to go all in on a transfer to try and give him some time to get ready? I think they absolutely are in the market for a veteran. I think that's clear with the two guys they brought on campus. Uh, this is a program now that has expectations of competing for a playoff spot and a championship year in and year out. And to do that, your quarterback room has to be right. That doesn't mean that you don't believe in the young guys, but you have to create a competitive environment that has that position humming at the highest possible level. And going to the other side of the coast, Steve, uh, let's let's go to Oregon here because they get Dylan Gabriel and then um, kind of a weird signing with uh with Dante Moore and I I call it weird maybe I guess I used the term bizarre earlier on because uh, if I remember correctly Dante Moore didn't want to sit behind Bo Nix so he goes to UCLA to play and now he's going to go back to Oregon and if I had to predict it the way Dylan Gabriel's been playing football it doesn't seem like Dante Moore has a step on him and so he'll be backing up Dylan Gabriel now did you find that move a little weird for Dante Moore well I didn't think that uh, Dante Moore cared about going in and backing up Bo Nix there was some logistics that changed at Oregon the lead recruiter Kenny Dillingham who was the offensive coordinator when Dante Moore was committed to the Ducks, he takes the head coaching job at Arizona State. And I think uh, at the end of the process, with a lot of moving parts at that point, it opened the door for a school like UCLA to come in and make an attractive offer to Dante Moore, which they did. They got it done, and, and uh, he committed as a freshman and, and played. Um, but finds his way back in the portal. He's just looking for a place that's going to give him a chance to be the best player he ultimately could be. And Oregon is a place where he'll be surrounded by great players, in his opinion, play for a really good coaching staff inside a good culture. And coming in and, and, and being number two behind Dylan Gabriel, knowing that, that there's a runway to you to lead a, a program that has a chance to win a national championship moving forward is big. Steve, as we, uh, as we let you go here uh, after this, I, I just want to – 
you, you mentioned uh, Amari Sander earlier. You know, we had heard some things at Nebraska about maybe Vincent Shaver or Larry Tarver as well. Out of those three guys, what would be your guess that Nebraska ends up with? I think all of them. I think they get them all. I think that it's going to be a fun day for Nebraska. I anticipate them getting at least three more commitments. And some, I, one of them may have already happened, for all I know. You know, <laughs> are flying off the, flying off the shelves right now at 8:54 in the morning. You know, I, my phone just keeps jingling here, and guys are committing, guys are signing. So it's kind of hard to keep up with all of it. But those, are, I have Nebraska. Uh, predicted to land all three of those guys from South Florida. Steve, got about 30 seconds here. Do you know much about Blyle Hill? I just have heard that Nebraska's in great shape there. Did he already? He did. Yep, he he came through to Nebraska this morning. Yeah, big portal pickup, a guy that's got some serious traits and upside, and that's what Coach Rule and company, that's that's their lane. They love finding guys that they can project out and they have all the confidence in the world that they can squeeze every ounce of talent out of you uh, if you fit their culture, and that's the guy that checked all the boxes, and Nebraska fans should be excited. That's Steve Wilfong, Director of Scouting for 24-7 Sports. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. I know you're busy. Enjoy the rest of a very busy day for you. See you, Steve. That is uh, Steve Wilfong of 24-7 Sports. Coming up next, we're going to try and translate what some of these kids are saying <laughs> out on Twitter on National Signing Day. We will have more coverage coming up next on Herd at Sports Radio.